As Jim Carrey would have put it, like he did in Liar Liar. And the truth shall set you free! Based on what I know today was more impacted by what I watched growing up. And Futurama was one of those cartoons I had a lot of focus on. They had a way of grabbing your attention, not just by comic relief, but what I know is if you leak a bit of truth into something the public might be blinded by and let them figure it out later on their own and have some good old-fashioned fun scenarios going on and still be touching on the subject like telecommunications or the possibility of life on other worlds, other dimensions, other spiritual planes of existence, parallel universes, the perspective of humans in a true third-person viewing of themselves. Um, other examples, um, we have Amy Wong, she's from Mars. Mm, life has been developed up there in Mars in the future. Of course, we have flying cars, defying gravity. Also, the fact that there is life underwater and can be otherworldly. You know, the list goes on and on. One of my favorite Futurama movies was actually the first one, Bender's Big Score, where Fry actually has a tattoo of Bender smoking a cigar on his ass. And what they do is they zoom in to that tattoo and they have binary codes encrypted into the tattoo that are capable of opening up portals. Nowadays in technology we have developed up to this day, we can actually smash up tiny atoms apart and create a black hole any day. I noticed another thing that Futurama likes to do is they like to point out how the civilization was recreated after aliens came and destroyed the town while they rebuilt and then the aliens came and destroyed civilization once again and then they rebuild it again in the future of course. I would definitely say that yes, Futurama plays a big role on how I perceive reality nowadays. Then again, Futurama has been around the air since 1999. That's 15 years that Futurama has been around. That would kind of make sense why. <laughs> Growing up, sitting in front of the television, watching cartoons like that, that's really how you become a TV junkie. I was really hoping that this Powerpuff Girls 2016 would be very imaginative and exciting based on what McCracken's original work was based on. Apparently I was wrong. I was horribly, horribly wrong. And I saw so much more based on the idea that the girls were back. But I found out that the series was based on the idea of manufacture of merchandise and plan distribute Powerpuff Girls. The original voice characters were not even informed about the idea of a new Powerpuff Girls. And, well, seeing it as they finally released several episodes, now I can honestly say they completely lack the personality that... Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup were truly about. Instead, they strongly focus on nothing but what a corporate mind would say about the way the show is being presented instead of how the girls truly were. About this, we could say that they think Blossom just as a germaphobe. Bubbles isn't 
lacking of intelligence or she's not too overly personally loving and they kind of replace this with over goofy try hard of a joke instead of deeply understanding bubbles for more than just being bubbly buttercup is just protained as a massive tomboy this creator of the shenanigans apparently went as far as producing a mass amount of merchandise for this series before it even aired. I'm just defending the original because growing up, that was my favorite cartoon. And they had way better, and by that I mean different, more comical, real thinking, outside the box type of real life situations for, the, for these characters at this age group than now compared to what we see now with the 2016 Powerpuff Girls. The best part would have been if they let McCracken use the original name he used for the Powerpuff Girls. That was going to be the Whoop-Ass Girls, and instead of Chemical X, it would have been a can of Whoop-Ass Beans. And it just goes to show you, this is the new era we are flowing into. Soulless Nonsense. Directed to our future, because kids are our future. Personally, my future was proudly made possible thanks to watching hours of Edit and Eddie and wishing that they would do a cartoon mashup. But this new stuff, um, nothing as enjoyable as your cartoon network that was presented earlier in the 90s and also Nickelodeon kind of fell off the face of the earth. No more 90s Nick cartoons are expected to be on air nowadays except for maybe Spongebob but come on it's nothing like we had uh, also Pokemon came to the US around the same time 1998 when the, uh, the same time period as the Powerpuff Girls and I also had that deep feeling of comparing one another by truly understanding them and not by negative conflict which I would say is kind of what we're going through in life and it's also what I will be talking about today life isn't easy but if you admit to it there may yet be hope there is nothing in this universe that can give you somebody or something that will make life easy and that's okay because it's like anybody says having something worth fighting for and actually going and getting what you need to get or do what you need to do and once you cross that path that is when you realize within yourself what is truly important to yourself in life and that is different with everybody around us and everybody is capable of seeing this. It really goes to show you that we are capable of doing so much more if we maintain that balance that centers us. I know how it can be perceived really easy to be negative about something. Just as easy as it is to look, you know, in the dark side of the room, that's how easy it is to look on the bright side of things as well. You don't want to admit that 
we're reaching our limit as civilization or that our emotions, you know, have control over us. But if we see these conflicts in life and we know that they're there and that there is always a form of resolving a problem, if you wish to open up to this and, you know, when you do, you begin to believe if I can change myself for the better, so can anybody of any age with any knowledge at any time period in any universe. And this is the type of message I receive from cartoons that other people might see as goofy, dorky, a bunch of dick and fart jokes. But to me, we, to a lot of us, we see beyond that. For example, Rick and Morty. There's only, just in case you haven't seen it, 11 episodes in season 1 and 10 episodes in season 2, making 21 episodes total. Not a lot, but I am looking forward to the development of future crises that the creator has given to the characters on the show. Just like life has its shenanigans for us in the real world, I feel like Rick has his own shenanigans to face, and personally that's what keeps me keeping on nowadays. I was starting to think that we are intentionally keeping ourselves from the truth about now and if we are capable of creating change, the ones taking care of us, the ones that are in charge of us, those are the ones who have to be willing to change for the better now. So now the reason I put focus into the people that actually have the power and control, it's because it's us who see it one way down here on Earth, and it's them who see it another way up there in Cloud Nine. Pretty much all the information that we gather from the government that has been leaked to the public, you have to remember that all this information is from the past, and it already happened for all we know. Most likely, it did already happen, if nobody ever explains to us. What's really going on out there? It's like, well, how are we supposed to know what's going on? I can say there is a lot of mysteries in life and a lot of things we have to sift through before we could ever find out the truth for ourselves. But as long as we believe the truth is out there, maybe one day we can take the responsibility of leaping forward into more than just living life and really focus on the deeper experience of life. I am Happy Madison and I hope to have more for you in the future as life goes on. Thank you everybody for everything and watch the skies for me.